So as we've been meditating the last couple of days, these last uh, readings, the readings at the end of the liturgical year are quite uh, literally apocalyptic. Uh, so they speak about uh, some frightful scenes. Today we have um, a rather unfortunate uh, scene of the seven plagues. So the angel, the angels are bringing the seven plagues uh, that are the last of all. Okay, so... Again, not exactly uh, pleasant reading, uh, but again, if, if this is in scripture, there's always a there's always a, a, a meaning to it. There's always a purpose to it. These things aren't aren't there by accident. It's the inspired word of God. Uh, a few days ago, uh, we were just at the table and people were discussing. Well, it was more the girls were discussing uh, various attempts at piercing their own ears, uh, usually involving needles and a potato, uh, which I. That thing just sounds horrific. It just sounds like something from the Stone Age. There you go, get your potato and just stab yourself. And uh, the various uh, successes and failures of such attempts and the various cleanup afterwards and the various approval or disapproval of parents. Uh, where, where was I? I think I was in, I was in a barber's. It must be, must be six months ago now or more. Um, there was a TV on in the background and one of those uh, reality TV shows uh, where a guy was getting a tattoo done and it was a tattoo all around his ankle. All right? So he was you know, deciding the design and the look of it and then the tattoo artist just starts off and he's, oh, that's, un- that's uncomfortable, that's not very nice, that's not very nice. And then when he, came <clears throat> when he came to the back of the heel, to the Achilles tendon, the guy roared as if giving birth because... Uh, it's apparently, it must be quite painful, I don't know, I'm, <clears throat> I suppose I'll find out when I get my tattoo or my ankle, but uh, <clears throat> thus far I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't had the experience, but it seemed to be excruciating anyway, uh, whatever he was doing. Um, and just when I, when I see these kind of things, when I see these uh, kind of small, insignificant things, I, maybe this is just the way my, my, my mind works, but when I, I see these kind of small things, I always... Uh, try to take a lesson from them for the, for the bigger things. Like the small things teach us uh, how, to, how to react or how to, what to do in the bigger situations. You know, if I can be faithful in small things, I can be faithful in large. If I re- react well in the small things, I'll react well uh, in the far more important things. So just when we see how, <clears throat> for fashion's sake, what people are willing to do for an extra earring or for a tattoo or for... Uh, yeah, their, their, their appearance, these little things that are apparently quite painful. Um, how much more, how much more should we be willing to do something important, do something useful for the Lord? How much more should we be willing to offer up whatever comes our way uh, to the Lord? These daily, from the small things, inconveniences, uh, daily small sacrifices, uh, daily irritations and then there are far more serious things uh, health issues and family issues and relationship issues and self-esteem issues and all, those kind of, that, all, that inter, all that internal life and turmoil and all of that all of these things all of these things can be turned to the good all of these things can be used for the Lord all of these things can be offered up all of these things can be changed and transformed that's done by love and uh, that's uh, 
not always easy. In real life, it's, it's very, very easy to say this, very easy to preach this. Uh, in real life, this is a, a, a huge challenge for us to convert our daily lives, the daily, as I say, starting with inconveniences up until uh, the far more critical things, to transform them into love, transform them into something useful for God. Because nothing will teach us to love like the cross. Nothing will teach us to love like suffering. St. Paul writes in his letter to the Romans, We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. I'll never remember the order of those. I'd love to, I have to learn that verse by heart, but I never remember the order of those. It's very, it's very beautiful. It's very profound. We rejoice in our sufferings because suffering produces endurance. So dealing with a situation, not just a once-off, but carrying it for, for a time. You think of, you think of illness, you think of uh, someone who has cancer, or someone who's suffering from depression, things like these kind of things. They're not quick. They're, they're not, it's not like a one-day offer it up and you're good to go. This, is a, this requires endurance. This is, this is slow. Okay, so uh, if suffering produces endurance, endurance produces what? Character. Character. It, it shows who we really are. It reveals our true nature. It reveals maybe our, our strengths, but probably also re- reveals our weaknesses. And character produces hope. That's where we want to get. That in all of these situations, uh, in all of this, you know, we think of these, of these apocalyptic readings, we think of difficulties uh, and problems in our lives. Uh, as Christians, we, we, we can never stay stuck on, on that. Otherwise, your faith just becomes very, very negative and just becomes a, a faith of the cross and not a faith of the resurrection. Character produces hope. Hope. Thankfully, St. Paul goes on. And that hope does not disappoint us. Okay, so hope isn't just wishful thinking. Oh, I wish things were better. Hope, our hope is rooted in God. So what does St. Paul say? This is Romans 5, by the way. Romans 5, 3, 5. Hope does not disappoint us. Because the love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So the Holy Spirit is given to us, firstly, uh, in our baptism, that gift then deepened and strengthened uh, in confirmation, even through the, the daily reception or the regular reception of Holy Communion. That love can be, can be uh, deep and more than topped up. It, it, it's, it's, not, it's not a case of topping the thing up. It's, it's a case of entering ever more deeply into, into this relationship with the Lord. And that's where we find our hope. That's where we find the necessary love to live our lives. That's where we find the strength that we need. It's all there. It's all there if we just draw from it. So we ask the Lord today and pray in a particular way for, for those who are in a, any situation, whatever it may be, where their suffering is harming their hope or it's, it's not leading to hope. For those who in their crosses and their sufferings just see darkness. And, and don't see a way out. There's such a need for the light of the Lord in people's hearts. There's such a need for a renewed hope. And this hope does not disappoint us. This hope is real. This hope is founded in the Lord. Because the love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. 
who has been given to us. Lord, may your spirit be alive and active in all hearts, especially those most in need of it now. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, this is Father Patrick Cahill here. I uh, just wanted to thank you so much for joining us on our live stream or joining us to watch these homilies or indeed on the podcasts uh, that Paving the Way Home has produced over the last couple of years. Uh, it's been a great privilege to be able to, to, to speak to you, to share the gospel uh, and to deepen our relationship with the Lord. Uh, we launched our Christmas appeal recently uh, for, to fundraise uh, for the work here of Holy Family Mission. If our work here has blessed you, uh, you might consider uh, assisting uh, in, in the furthering the future of this uh, great work of the Lord uh, by donating maybe on our website, holyfamilymission.ie. There's a donate button up there just so that our work can continue here. We've had 80 young people pass through our formation program. There are plenty of school retreats going on. Schools come here to do retreats. Our mission team goes out to them. Uh, as, as well as other uh, missionary outreaches and retreats that we welcome here. Uh, so thankfully, it's been a very fruitful uh, mission and ministry, and we hope that you share our vision for the renewal of the church. So if uh, you feel the Lord is calling you to, to share or to help and assist our, our mission and ministry here, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you very much for your time, and God bless you.